Hello everyone and welcome to The Body Issue. It's Hilal. It's Arda. And Maria. Uh, <laughs> welcome, Maria. <laughs> well, uh, actually on our seventh episode, we are with uh, Maria Semenkovic Herans. So hi, Maria. <laughs> Hello. <Again>. Hi. <laughs> How is everything? How are you? Everything is good. Really good. <laughs> <laughs> well, as best as we can be. Exactly. Same for us. Same for yeah. us. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I think you know what we're going to do. We're going to have a little Q&A. We're going mm-hmm. to have simple questions and like short questions and short answers. Uh, so if you're ready, let's start. Mm-hmm. Sure. <laughs> okay. So uh, before we get in details, so we want to ask you, how did you start your journey about art? Um, I started um, as a performing artist um, already when I was very young. I was 11 years old. Um, I began with Russian ballet, actually. Ooh. And I went to professional uh, Russian ballet school uh, at the time in, uh, in a country that no longer exists. It was Yugoslavia. Oh, Okay. And, um, and yeah, that's how I began. And I evolved from there into wow. different forms. Mm-hmm. So um, can you tell us uh, what performance art is from your point of view? Um, well... First of all, coming from um, a place that is called the theater, I have to say performance art is completely the other side um, of what um, I was used to working in the theater, uh, which is to create an imaginary circumstance. While in performance art, um, you create protocols and you work with the reality of your protocols. So... Performance art is a moment in time where you exchange energy with um, your protocols and with the audience members that share it with you. And it's also, I think, a bit less strict than theater, right? Like there are no Um, rules. Well, yeah. Well, you make up the rules. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So... Um, you might be, well, you might say rules, but for me, they're protocols. That means mm-hmm. the rules is like, uh, well, I am going to run from this place mm-hmm. to that tree, back and forth, walking um, <clears throat> feet, f- foot by foot in front of mm-hmm. it. I'm just giving you an example. Yeah. During five hours, that's a rule. That's a protocol. Mm-hmm. Do you see mm-hmm. what I mean? So you yeah. make up the rules, and according to those rules, you have an experience and a transformation. Okay. So uh, I'm not sure if you know, but our podcast series uh, mm-hmm. and and as body uh, as body and perform, we have a theme. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it is to remember your inner world. So mm-hmm. this team has a deep meaning, as you can tell. Uh, mm-hmm. But what do you think about this remembering process? Like, what does this uh, theme means to you? Like, how do we remember our inner world? Or I think this might be also relatable with your works. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, but like, what is it in your perspective? 
So you mean what is it in my inner world while I'm doing my works? Or yeah. what yeah. is... Yeah. yeah. It's almost like every piece I make in performance art, I'm with the exterior world, but at the same time, I'm connected with my inner world. Um, so in each piece I've done, it's I've had sort of a different type of conversation, um, which the piece allowed me to go into. It's almost like a fountain, which I would go dig, dig in deep. But it's not something that I try to do. It's something that it's there. And I think it's something that it's there for every single human being. It just depends on what circumstances we are, you know. Mm -hmm. um, so many times people go on retreats and they all of a sudden get connected to themselves, right? Yeah. Um, but also we forget to understand that it's there away from their regular daily lives, you know, from their regular daily problems. And so as artists, we are very, I consider myself very privileged because it, within my work, I can connect with my inner self and work um, pretty often. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, so there is more than... Uh, you know, one way to heal with art so people can express themselves better. Likewise, you express yourself through art. And I'm curious about what kind of healing power does art have in your opinion? What kind of healing powers? Sorry, I lost you for a second. What kind of healing power? Uh, what kind of healing power does art have in your opinion? Mm -hmm. Well... I've always experienced it as a um, a soulful, necessary, transformational experience. Um, um, I think that since I was a child, I always saw how people would be transformed somehow. And people need just those feelings of transformation. I think art really allows them. I think through the pandemic, if, if we would have not had art, just think about it. I think that, I don't know what would have happened to society and to ourselves, you know? Mm -hmm. So I think that um, art is very much um, a healing process for society. Yeah. And, um, and very necessary because anybody yeah. listens to music, anybody... Uh, looks at a series for some reason or a film goes to the theater or listens to opera you know um, very rarely you come back home and you do uh, some kind of a math equation some people can get a, a transformational experience um, through it for sure I'm not saying you know but I do think in general art really helps society hmm. yeah. <clears throat> Well, uh, I will ask something more specific. Mm -hmm. uh, so you had a work called Mortal House, and mm -hmm. it was also uh, uh, in Istanbul, Sakip Sabanja Museum. Mm -hmm. uh, and I, I, I know that you worked with Abramovich. Mm -hmm. So uh, I want to hear a bit more about that experience, that work, that, um, that piece. Like, how, how did it, how was it, like, what, how did it make you feel? Uh, this performance. Can you a bit like explain it and uh, the experience and the work uh, a little for us? Mm -hmm. 
<coughs> Sorry. Okay. Um, well, first of all, I didn't know I was going to able to do it. I wasn't oh. sure I was going to build a labyrinth. I had mm-hmm. um, the protocol set up. Um, mm-hmm. I knew the time I had, which is very important for performance art. How long, how many days, how many hours or minutes. Um, but I didn't really know I was going to be able to build anything. I've never built anything with my hands. I never put two bricks together. So I've um, very much have to say that uh, I feel very lucky that I received this trust from part from the Marina Bramage Institute. Mm-hmm. Um, in that the first day I started, it's the day I figured out how to build the labyrinth. Mm-hmm. Um, it, the work, this mortal house for me as an artist um, is a milestone. Uh, there was a, it was, I think it's years of experience as a human being as well, and not just as an artist that's been put into that work. Um, and the experience overall was, um, very transformational for me as an artist and as a human being. I, um, it was a very, very extremely energetic piece, um, for me. And also because I've always worked with the audience, like, or with the visitors, like I see them, I um would basically look into their eyes i would work a lot with my eyes and so i really decided to take away my eyes and i wanted people to look at my body mm-hmm. and um and let my physical body be the vessel and um and let them have a communication to what the body actually says because i believe the body our bodies, our behavior of our bodies never lie. Yeah, exactly. Um, they always are right on, on the truth. And so to take away the eyes um, was sort of, uh, in a strange way, extremely liberating as a performance artist and as a human being for the time period. I'm not saying I want to be blind, but I did understand the depth of that meaning, what it means Mm-hmm. to see or not to see. And what was really breathtaking for me to discover was how after a few hours when I would start the work, my hands became my uh, eyes. Mm-hmm. And I never thought about that I w- couldn't see. I felt completely comfortable not seeing. And that was really a strange experience, um, something that I didn't know that was possible. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Um, you tell that you create to explore intercultural dynamics to illuminate the subtle ways in which we form and are formed by the interpersonal. Mm-hmm. How do you connect this with the return of man to himself? Can you explain this to us? Um, can you elaborate a little bit more of the question for me? 
Well, uh, <clears throat> so uh, I'll read it again. Mm -hmm. uh, so you tell that you create the explore intercultural dynamics to eliminate mm -hmm. the subtle ways uh, mm -hmm. in which we, uh, which is formed by the interpersonal. Mm -hmm. So how do you connect this with uh, with the return of man to himself, like to our like to return to ourselves? Can you explain this? Like, what do you think about this? Like, what is the relation? Between the interpersonal and the man exactly. going back to himself. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Um, but you mean like a performance artist in itself? Um, yeah. Well, the thing is that, you see, when I, again, back to what I was saying, like when I did, um, I, I performed, let's say, in one of the works I did, a performance art I did also um, uh, commissioned by the Marina Bramage Institute in Athens, mm -hmm. I decided to do uh, Medea because I was in uh, in Greece and mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. I worked with my eyes a lot and so what was really interesting was that I wouldn't speak the text of Medea um, by Seneca um, until I didn't have a visitor look at me in the eyes and give me his presence and what was really interesting in that experience was that most of the people would come sit down and actually take their phones out or their iPads out. And instead of being with me, they wanted to record to be with me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so it was almost like they removed their own experience for the sake of recording it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so to me, this was uh, quite a great shock because where do I connect? Um, do I connect to his possible experience through looking at the video or am I staying with the human being who actually wants to connect and not remove his experience of connecting? So when I said the interpersonal I mean this, is that I see a huge shift in my experience as a performer for over like 25 years, is that people sort of take quite a long time to allow themselves to connect first or to desire to connect first with their bodies before they even take their phones out to film it and so they can show it or place it on Instagram and so on. You know, it's just a different this way of wanting to connect. Yeah, it is. And it is. so many times what would happen, I wouldn't speak because I need, it, I need to connect to man because mm -hmm. I know <laughs> there is no transformation if yeah. a man isn't present with me. Yeah. That's wow. it. Period. There is no connection. Exactly. They, I worked as an actress with film and so on, so I can connect to film, but it's a different type of connection. But when you mm -hmm. have a full-bodied person in front of you, you have the energy of the person. You just mm -hmm. need to connect to the person. And many times I wouldn't speak. And, I, and what was really incredible was to see how they themselves understood that I was a human being and that I wanted to connect just simply to another human being. Mm -hmm. That was it. Simple. And yeah. so many times people would themselves make choices 
to leave their computers on the uh, sorry the iPads on the side or the iPhones yeah, on the side yeah. and sort of let go of that and just be with me and the moment they would start to be with me that's when I would start to talk mm-hmm. and so this is somehow maybe this is I don't know if it's answering your question but this is to me why that text of the interpersonal is there um, the subtleties of the interpersonal is those decisions that we make as human beings that can change hugely in your past. Well, yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. So I, I don't know how I will pass the other question, but I need to pass. So I will. Uh, so um, what do you think about archiving and performance art? Like, well, what do you think uh, are the advantages and disadvantages between the institution and artists? Can people easily access them? Or is it like, does it make sense for you to archive the performance art? Um, I think this is, um, I mean, personally, yes. Mm-hmm. Yet, yet, it's... Uh, <laughs> For each artist to ask exactly. themselves how they want to mm-hmm. archive their work. Also, I think yeah. every work asks for different type of archiving, in my opinion. And mm-hmm. so for me, mm-hmm. there mm-hmm. is, um, since uh, performance art is very ephemeral art, it exists in the moment and that's it. But so much remains afterwards, you know. Um, there is yeah. um, the object, there is the experience, there is the memory, there is the emotion, you know. And I really think archiving um, the work of performance art is incredibly important. But I still think that each artist um, should ask that question to himself or herself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, before we finishing, do you mm-hmm. have coming projects I do I have one which I cannot reveal right now but uh, <laughs> not, not yet um, okay and, we'll wait we'll wait <laughs> and I, I might have another one which is on the way and probably it's going to be in Istanbul so I let you oh, know about I that I just going to ask <laughs> if you're going to have any performances in Istanbul it's nice. possible it's possible we are talking Perfect. we are talking so I let you know when that happens that will be in November so it would be beautiful to come back Oh, um, nice. mm-hmm. and um, and a couple of more things I'm actually working on archiving and uh, the performance of this mortal house right now nice so mm-hmm. well Maria thank you so much for joining thank us thank you yes and, like it was <laughs> it was so nice to meet you and we'll see each other in Istanbul yes hopefully yes <laughs> by person in person I mean <laughs> exactly so thank you so much for everyone And thank hope you. to see you in the next episode. So take thank care. You. Okay, take care. thank you guys. Thanks Bye-bye. so much. Bye-bye. 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 Bye.